Hey friends, I'm Ash. I'm Elle. We are Lobby Cosplay. This is Shenanigans Cosplayers Say Happy Pride Month! Yay! Woohoo! We remembered this time! Yay! Weird. <laughs> Weird. I'm so bad at it. <laughs> remembering? Re- well, in general. Yeah, it happens. I mean, yeah. Remembering anything? in general but we have a bad tendency to like record and then forget what's airing in june but we remembered not only did we remember we have an episode that actually fits it's a good time two seasons in a row yes making progress um so today we are going to talk about one of our favorite groups called sheeprop so we have beverly downen from downen creative studios with us today hello Hello. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for inviting me to hang out with you two today. I'm so excited. I've been looking forward to this for uh, like since we started talking about it, which was a while ago. Well, we are excited to have you. Um, apparently, Beverly is going to keep track of all our tangents for this episode. <laughs> yes. yes. We'll have to get a final are... tally at the end. <laughs> we're we're up to two, and that was before we started recording. And those yeah. are the only two. That was only uh, the ones that I, rec- I was keeping track of after we had this brilliant idea to do this. So, <laughs> listeners, <laughs> put your bets in now. Yep. <laughs> uh, get a final tally at the end. <laughs> yes. So, can you um, tell our listeners a little bit about? Um, what you do and about SheeProp? Yeah. Uh, well, my name's Beverly. I am a cosplayer and educator and overall maker. I'm also the founder of SheeProp. Um, but I've been cosplaying for, what's this, 2014. What is math? I'm not going to add those, <laughs> those years on. Uh, for, for a while, not as long as a lot of, of, of other folks, but I started with my family. Um, and it was a fun thing that we decided to do. Uh, one weekend we went to a convention and, you know, it was just like was over for me at that point. I just was hooked and been doing it ever since. Um, so I have been doing that. And then let's see, 2018, I was making a Hello costume, which was very ambitious for, 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 you know, my skill at the time. It was still just, you know, diving headfirst into techniques and materials that I didn't know anything about, but I was very <laughs> jazzed to be making stuff and learning along the way. That's like making the learning is my favorite part. Um, and I can be a little naive sometimes, especially when it comes to <laughs> uh, learning new things and asking people for help, you know. Uh, so more than a, more than a few times I ran into people asking me why I was doing my helicopter in the way that I was trying to do it. Um, specifically meaning why was I trying to use silicone on a, on a costume? Like why? Like that's the dumbest idea in the world. Why are you going to do that? So of course that made me very upset um, because you don't tell me what to do <laughs> or what I can't do. Uh, and I've always been that way. I've always been like, you know what, I'm going to go in the opposite direction of what you're telling me that I can't do. So I went ahead and I did it and I did it as well as I could. And I freaking won an award and I was like, take that. And then the next day, so this was at Emerald city comic-con mm-hmm. the next day, 
uh, I was wearing the costume again because of course I wanted to um, wear it one more time rather than just on stage once. So I was wearing it again and this, um, and ironically it was uh, the woman that asked me if my husband made my, my costume for me. <laughs> and I was like, explosion in my brain. I was very <laughs> sweet to her there. Um, and if I ever like figure out who that was, I want to thank her for um, inspiring SheProp because I think it's, it was a, it was a, it was a long and coming kind of a thing that I needed. I needed that community. SheProp to explain to listeners that are just, who aren't sure what this, what I'm talking about. SheProp is a community that I started for women initially uh, because I wanted to have a safe space to talk about cosplay stuff without getting all of the stuff that I was getting while I was making my Hella costume. And be, and before that too, um, you know, the male gaze and also questioning the my reasons for doing things or talking over me or telling me I'm not doing something right or saying, that's great, but if you did this and that and that, like unsolicited advice, that kind of thing, I tended to not get that from my female friends. So I said, you know what? lady at Emerald City, you just inspired me to turn my rage into something positive. And uh, she prep was born like three days later. And I invited all my friends and all their friends invited all their friends. And so after like three days, we had like 200 people in the group on Facebook. And then um, just a little while after that, uh, I have a, a, another friend that asked if uh, they sent me a message privately and said, hey, um, I'm trans. Can I join? Like, oh, my God. Yes, of course. Of course. Yes, absolutely. I don't know why uh, this is just for women. Of course. Yes, please come. Please come. And then it just kept evolving from there. So the group uh, now is just uh, supportive of anyone that has an underrepresented uh, gender, um, identifies as female, transgender, two-spirit, non-binary. Um, we're just a community that is supportive of each other. Um, we help lift each other up. We provide a safe space that you can come to and discuss cosplay related crafty things. Um, it also, it's not just about building and making. We're also uh, a place where you can come and talk about issues that are adjacent, cosplay adjacent, um, like body image and, um, you know, uh, discovering who you are through cosplay like where are you going to have those conversations online like there aren't a lot of places so you can do that at SheProp um, and we work we I say we my admins and I um, we've been working really hard for the last few years to try and maintain that space as a safe space and an involving space which is also a really important part of, of growing a community like that I feel like I've been talking a lot <laughs> Can you tell? Like, I, I like talking about this community. <laughs> well, and one of the reasons we wanted you to come talk about mm -hmm. SheProp is we love SheProp. Like, yeah. this this isn't, I mean, Beverly's not, you know, flow and fluff or anything here. It truly is, like, the most welcoming online community I have ever been a part of. I never feel that fear to post in SheProp that I do in other forums because I have I have this very, like, issues sometimes of being worried that people are going to take something the wrong way or they're going to get upset because it's happened a lot in other forums. So I tend to just not comment or get into conversations. But in SheProp, I feel more safe to do that because everyone like thinks before they speak, essentially. 
when they're in there and they're everyone who's there is there to be supportive of each other they ask questions instead of attacking people like they try to figure out what someone's trying to say they're even probably the nicest about repeat questions because mm-hmm. all forums get repeat questions about cosplay. Um, mm-hmm. And I would say that they probably have the kindest answers. And it's because everybody that's there is there to be supportive of each other. And then that does carry over to the live events as well. Um, we've been a moderator for multiple shoot prop events um, quite a few times for C2E2. And we've experienced the exact same thing in person. The sheet prop meetup at C2E2 is like one of the favorite things of ours is to actually like see people that you've like talked to on like the, you know, C2E2 adjacent group that that occurs for the people that want to be involved in like the programming there and what happens in the sheet prop form. And it's like, ah, now I can see you. And We've now I get to see it in more. person. And now I get to see you in person. So it, yeah. it, it truly is a very unique experience, especially in an online forum. Yeah, I think you see this very often. Yeah, I had pretty much, before SheProp, I had pretty much given up on a lot of, especially social media-based cosplay forums. I had tried to find maybe some outlier websites to maybe try to get back into it, because I just, I wasn't really feeling the vibe of a lot of the social media, Facebook-type groups, just because of the very toxic environment that they can turn into. So mm-hmm. when I found SheProp, it was a very refreshing change. Ugh, you don't it's pretty much how... the only one that I'm still like following out of all of them. Even if I'm still a member, it's the only one that shows up on my feed on the regular. Yeah, I have to say the, the same. So first of all, um, I love both of you for, for being in the community and, and for contributing as much as you have. You've, this community will would not be where it is uh without folks like the both of you um you know trusting and believing and uh growing along with with the group so uh you know this is it's it's not my group it's everyone's group that is there in the community and um i do feel i feel a little bit of ownership over it only because like i I do feel like a big mother hen you know i want everyone to have a good time i want everyone to get along I want everyone to feel like they're uh, safe and that they're getting something out of the community. Um, so to hear that, that that's what's happening, um, I'm never going to get tired of that. I, I, I love hearing that so much. makes me feel like, you know, my, my frustration on that first, that first little day when I was like, I need my own community. Where can I go talk about this? I can't go to the replica prop forum. Um, <laughs> No. Uh, no, you not. Not. no, you cannot. Oh, no, you can't. No. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm I'm so glad that that folks find a real value and connection with people in that community. And like you were saying, I I am a member of a lot of other maker communities, and you know, I I spend so much time in SheProp. I go there first for for things. I will post my sneak previews there. Um, because it's fun for me and I, and, and I know that it's going to be a positive, it's going to be received positively. If I have a question, you know, everything that you were both saying, um, I get the same out of it. So it's just great to hear. I'm so glad. Thanks for being there. Well, thank All right. Thanks for, for having me. It. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no. So there, things like 
like she she prop are very important in general to like human existence, right? We all need something to belong to. People are social beings. You want to be with others that share like thoughts as in somewhat how we talked in I'm with stupid, but it's not always doing stupid things. <laughs> Although there are true cosplay crimes that sometimes occur. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh talk about a good time with a good group of folks yeah that's just like everyone lo everyone leaves those those panels um so it, to describe what true cosplay Please crimes do. is it's a, it is a, a panel so i have to let's go in the wayback machine just a, yep. like maybe a year ago maybe i was talking to pros and cons cosplay i was talking to one of them they're twins yeah. i guess i'm confused sometimes so i was talking to one of them and we were talking about crimes, cosplay crimes. Um, and I said, oh my God, that'd be such a great panel. I'm gonna do it. And she was rolling around uh, laughing on the floor from that. I was like, okay, that's a good sign. Uh, who wants to be on this panel with me? And at first people were kind of shy, like I don't really wanna say the things that I've been doing wrong. Like, oh my God, no. Listen, just come to the panel, just tell a couple stories. Here's my story um, uh, and, yeah, that, that was always inspiring for folks to just come. And by the end of these panels, people are like raising their hand in the audience. They want to share their own stories. And then we run out of time and everyone's still there, which is mm -hmm. amazing. And it's always packed. Um, and your serotonin levels are like through the roof because you've been laughing and having a great time. So yeah, that's what true cosplay, cosplay crimes is all about. Well, and things like that, everyone in that space relates to what is occurring. Mm -hmm. You start to feel that sense of like bonding because you're realizing, oh, well, all these other people have been in similar situations, but I've been in, you've got that group flow and group think going. So now everybody's kind of on the like, oh, and I've done this and I've done this. And now you're starting to feel comfortable with expressing these things. And then it also kind of helps if you do have that anxiety over doing something wrong, that it's okay to make a mistake mm -hmm. while you're doing because that's ultimately what it is it's okay to make a mistake like yes you, you can make mistakes please be safe yes you can make mistakes yes you can make mistakes and then you can make a repeat mistake but is it a repeat or is it a crime and we all do it so i yep. i love i i love leveling the playing field so to speak in that regard we're like okay we know that we're not you know that hot does not belong where you're putting it Right. But yeah, con crunch is real. And yes, we do. We all will go there. People sometimes. glue a lot of things to themselves that they shouldn't. It happens, you know? Oh my gosh. I mean, oh my gosh. Those are the worst stories. And apparently someone, your head. someone sewed <laughs> scissors into their costume. Or it was one of the stories at the MCM one. <laughs> apparently um, Captain Amelia was like, yeah, someone sewed scissors into there. It was one, I think it was one of the people on the panel. And uh, I was like, I, please tell me more about how you accidentally sew your scissors into your costume. Wow. I feel like, you know, as this true cosplay crimes thing rolls on, we should be giving awards out probably. That, you know, oh, meaningless like Whoever awards. has the best story for the, you know, that particular <laughs> panel. I like yeah, it. I like that would be fun. Random object uh, insert here. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, it's oh, like look, when we we 
we but still it's in the topic it's in the topic of okay oh no it was totally a tangent uh, it was the first thing i thought tangent. when we started it it was it was topic adjacent but it was still a tangent most of our um, tangents are topic adjacent it's but. true but it, it is a good example of like that's i mean that's how you build community is people share like stories and and like ideas and then you develop that like collective identity that starts to occur in community which then builds a sense of belonging a sense of purpose, you feel understood by others, which then you get safety, which is ultimately part of what's happening in that true crimes panel is that sense of safety starts to occur. They go, this place is safe for me to say whatever, and I'm not going to get judged. So now I'm going to tell my crime because nobody's going to judge me for it. We're all having fun. It's a lighthearted place. We're growing and learning together. This is great. So then as you find community, you start to build that sense of worth and value and acceptance within those people and in that community, which like that's that's ultimately what like I get from SheProp even online. It's like the only place that I feel okay to like just share something and not feel like mm-hmm. someone's going to be like, why are you putting that on here? <laughs> or like, am I going to get in yeah. trouble because I just shared my work somewhere? Because a lot of the online communities get really like, no, you're you're advertising. I'm, not advertising. I'm just like, look, I made this cool thing. I'm really excited and I just want to share excited it with my friends. And I want to show it with someone besides like my Instagram that no one sees. Like, can I, can I just like, hey, look at it. It's cool. Anybody else do anything like this? It's me, you know. <laughs> But that's because you feel good when you're in, yeah. in sheep prop and you're sharing with your friends and everybody's super supportive. And then they start sharing things that they did. That's one of the things that I've noticed that's very different about the sheep prop online community is people feel comfortable doing um, the response of, oh, that's cool. I did something like that too. check mm-hmm. this out. And everybody feels yeah. very comfortable, like sharing with each other and no one gets mad no one's like oh you like you're trying to take over my post like no one it's just that's expected like we're going to share with each other if you post something someone's probably going to post something if it reminds them of something they did and then you get all these really cool conversations from it yeah that's interesting i i haven't thought about that before but yeah you're right that happens a lot Mm -hmm. um and like once once again i so i'm Going on the tangent. Uh oh. It's parallel. <laughs> it's a parallel oh, tangent. <laughs> uh, I think that what, you know, when we're talking about online or the, the maker communities that we are all a part of, but we don't really contribute to, or we are selective with our contribute contributions for whatever reasons, probably the same reasons, um, is that I'm really, she probably is lucky that they, we have a group, a core group of admins that mm-hmm. are on it and we yes. take advantage of the facebook um tools that they have given us um to manage groups like this and we have five thousand people in our group there's you know there's more more than that in a lot of the other maker groups but still we are able to manage some of the things that might come along or like if a member reports something that you know clearly is not within our rules because it does happen. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a group of humans. Like the people are yeah. going to break rules, whether they know that they're breaking them or not. Um, uh, but I have to 
in this tangent space, say mm -hmm. thank you to the admins. They work really, really hard to uh, to make sure that just things are discussed and that everyone kind of agrees before a big decision is made about, you know, maybe removing someone from the group that has broken enough of these rules or has committed a horrible crime and doesn't belong in the space or someone that needs to, you know, get a gentle reminder that, you know, XYZ is not something that we do, or maybe we need to reinstate like a, a rule that we, we put in and actually coming back to Pride Month. And this doesn't even like, yes, it's Pride Month, but this is something that we do in this group all the time now. And now it's bi-weekly. Um, we have a, a rule that we instated, I think, last year about uh, language, gender-neutral mm -hmm. gender language. Mm -hmm. So that means instead of saying, hey, ladies, which used to happen a lot in the, in the group, we said, you know what, that's uh, not very inclusive of all of our members because it's really, it's um, <laughs> ladies is a, uh, not something that everyone can you know, some people can't identify with that. So please don't use that language anymore. And we started noticing someone in the admin group no noticed that um, this was not being adhered to very, you know, as much as it used to be. So now we have a have that that post uh, circulating every couple of weeks, just a gentle a gentle reminder. I think it just posted today, the first one yeah, that I, think I so. did. Yeah, it's so a very pretty that, graphic too. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's not like a, this is a rule, and if you break this mm -hmm. rule, you're out, kind of a thing. Because this is, uh, you know, our new members, they might not, they might need our space in order to gently learn these things that they can then bring into their normal everyday life. Um, and that, I think, is the wonderful thing about about our group, is that these, these lessons that we're learning, that I'm learning along the way since 2018 when this group started, I've learned so much and it's because of the grace of our, of our members and um, the patience that we all have for each other. Um, so I don't even know where, how I got off on this tangent. That's okay. Um, I think prop stars around. is my favorite. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Prop stars yes. is great. Prop stars <laughs> is talking, probably my favorite. Talking about the gender neutral language. Um, <laughs> anybody that's been listening to us since the beginning, I used to open almost every episode with, Hey guys. And then we're like, we want to try to get something a little bit different so then it switched to friends and i but i had to teach myself that and sometimes you need those moments where you get those gentle reminders and i do think that the she prop admin team is really good about appropriately educating people um and they're not condescending i mean they're very professional about it it's really good anytime that i have seen an issue and snitched on it, <laughs> reported it because it was a violation of a rule. Um, yeah. It's always been taken care of professionally and quickly. So yeah, they're definitely on their game. Yeah. Well, and they're I wish a big other maker of... groups were like that. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Well, and they're a big part of what <clears throat> creates the safety that is in sheep prop. Like that's how you create that sense of safety for what is a marginalized community. Yeah. Because cause if you can, you can create the boundary, but if you don't, you know, make sure that the boundary is respected, then it doesn't do any good. That's essentially yeah, where SheProp came from. It was for like <clears throat> a group of people that were essentially being discriminated against by the larger community. And so we, you created a space for them to come to where now everybody feels more included and safe. Kind of one of the other important things about community in general is if you don't feel like you belong in the overarching 
main community, having a sub community to be a part of is really important. So people have all sorts of different communities. I mean, people have, you know, their LGBTQ communities, um, your neurodivergent <laughs> communities where like we attract each other like magnets. It's just a thing. Um, even cons, just convention is a community that's outside of the norm that people look for and go to. And they feel safer in that environment because they already know that there are people there with like-minded ideas. And that's part of what creates all that type of safety for, you know, a larger community. And we're not going to dive into everything that is a marginalized community because there's a lot of different aspects to that and what creates a marginalized community. Um, and we're talking more about specifically like what led to SheProp. And you already kind of told us where it came from because yeah. <laughs> people like to um, tell women they can't make armor, which um, we used to see all the time. I'm glad that things are hopefully changing. I don't know. I, you know, I, because I don't spend a lot of time in other maker groups, I don't, I've created a little wonderful little uh, echo chamber for myself with SheProp. <laughs> I'm like, oh, the world is great and dandy and everything's fine. And then I like step outside that little bubble. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> what is happening out like, here? I'm just going to go back over here. I'm just yeah. going to return to my bubble, you know. Well, and it it's even evolved more than just the people are mean in a lot of other forums. They're just very yeah. critical, but not in a useful way. That has never been allowed in, in our group, and it takes a lot of hard work and, and dedication for people to maintain communities like that. Mm -hmm. And that is what is missing from a lot of the other communities out there. They just either don't have the people that are available with the bandwidth to deal with that because it's really hard. It's really hard. Um, it takes a lot out of me. And it, if it was just me, she probably would probably, I probably would have deleted SheProp because it's overwhelming. I mean, it would have broken my heart to do that, but nobody can do this by themselves. No, no, it is. And you've also done a great job at making sure you have a very diverse admin group as well that can understand and work with all the different marginalized communities that are part of SheProp, because that's also important. There may be things that like one community member who's part of another community would recognize that maybe somebody else wouldn't. Um, and I think that's also part of why this forum is so successful is you've done such a nice job in picking like the best people to help it move forward, if that makes sense. Total transparency. We weren't always like that. It wasn't always like that. When my first uh, set of admins that have been uh, thankfully still with, with me on this journey, um, I contacted people that were in my small little circle and to, to help me manage this community at first. And then when it became very apparent that uh, we needed to, we can't, we can't say that we are representing marginalized anyone if nobody in the administrative uh, side of things can be there at the table mm -hmm. to help us make decisions and move the, the community forward. So that was uh, a lesson. Of course, these are all growing pains. They're important lessons. And if you don't I feel like if you're running a community like SheProp, if you're not listening and you're not willing to say, you know what, this is not how we should be doing things and let's let's change some stuff. Let's we put a call out to uh to say, you know what, we really need to have a little bit more representation in our administration. So if you are interested in coming aboard and, and helping to shape this community in the way that it needs to be um, you know, 
reach out. And we did, we got, we got lots of folks that were interested. And I would say that most of them are still part of the, um, the, the conversations that we have on the, on the side, which is almost every day. And it's not just, Hey, how you doing everybody? Let's check in. It's, it's always like in response to something that's happening in the group, mm-hmm. whether it's somebody that reported something or somebody saw something that like, maybe we should pay attention to it or, Hey, we haven't, maybe we should be re- reposting the, uh, um, gender neutral language reminders, you know, more often, what do you think everyone? And then people will, you know, put in their two cents. It's, it's, it's great. It's ultimately the the safest space that I have to, to help manage <laughs> this ship. <laughs> you, so you need a crew to manage your ship. Yeah. It's true. <clears throat> you cannot yes. captain alone. So no, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, and some days, you know, I, I work, I have a job and some days I work 12 hour days and something major will be happening in shape that needs to be addressed right away. And the, the other admins are always on it. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just awesome. It's great. It's great to have a team you can trust. That's always a good thing. Yeah. Yes. Well, and I've noticed that <laughs> I've noticed that the diversity has also started to roll into the panel content as well, where people are paying yes. a lot more attention to diversity on their panel, both yeah. with like, you know, um, gender representation, um, you know, LGBTQ representation, by POC representation, but also um, levels, ability levels. Um, it's not always just like your your big time top one percent people. There's I've seen a nice variety between like your people who have just been doing this for a couple of years and your people have been doing this for ten years, and it just really shows like a physical representation of the group as a whole. That like this is really what she prop is like, and it's that big diversity that I think also makes the programming really unique because you don't see that very often. Yeah. Well, thank you for noticing that, and that's something that I. It's been really lovely to see that um, taking hold. At the beginning, it was more difficult, I think, to to find. You know, it's it's kind of hard. You know, if you have an idea for for a panel. Um, and think of, of of doing this several years ago. You have an idea for a panel and, and you want to like reach out and grab folks that might be interested in joining your panel. Uh, how do you do that without without someone feeling like they're the token, you know, XYZ yeah. on the panel? How do you make it sound like it's genuine, like coming from a genuine place? Um, and the answer to that is it's pretty easy. You just do that consistently mm-hmm. um, and you make that a part of the panel. Yep. You make that a part of 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 the reason you're doing the panel um, or you're the reason that you're doing that content and you're reaching out to people that you think would really, you know, want to contribute. Um, and you make it, make it a priority and be consistent about that. And uh, I, it's really nice to see that, that happening with the, with the sheet panels. And also, you know, I, we do remind folks that that is an important part of she probably you need to please make sure that you are reaching out to people that can fulfill a a broad spectrum of abilities and backgrounds and you know whatever it is that you're trying to talk about in the in the panel um don't just fill it with all of your besties uh, unless <laughs> you, all of your besties happen to fill all of those kinds of right shoes. yeah so yeah so it's it's been really great to see that happening when I know, like, because we've, we've moderated a, a few of your panels at this point. And the first time it definitely was the, hey, we know X, Y, Z. Okay, we're good. And then yeah. I went, I don't want to do that the next time. 
Um, and I, I know I ended up using a Google form is how I ended up figuring out who was going to go where the last time I did it. But that was nice because people could let me know what they felt comfortable talking about and what they didn't want to talk about and where they felt like their strengths and weaknesses lied. And then it made it a lot easier for me to put people in the appropriate panels that they would fit best in without anyone feeling like, oh, I'm grabbing you because you like fulfilled this one thing that right. doesn't have as much to do with cosplay and has more to do with like, you know, trying to fill a quota, essentially. And yeah. I'm like, I don't want anyone yeah. to feel that way. I want them to feel like they're here because they have these expertise, but I want to show the wider community. And that worked really well. I Everybody kind of liked that. They were like, that was nice to know, like, okay, I know what I'm going to probably talk about because these are the boxes I clicked. I'm able to tell you like anything I need you to know. I'm able to tell you what I'm comfortable with. Now you have all this info with my pronouns and all this stuff and my photo. Mm -hmm. And um, it that panel was so much better mm -hmm. than it had been the year before because we had such a wide array of diversity in multiple ways for it. Um, it would have been... Oh, we missed C2 this last year. So it would have been 2022 <laughs> last time we did one. <laughs> it was just, it was really fun. It was a really neat panel to have. It was and, really good. And it was that just was the one I was on. Yeah, that was when you were on. Yeah, that was you came. You came and hung out with C2 us. Too this year too. Yeah, yes. that was so much fun. Uh, you're both great moderators. That was a really great panel. It was, it was a lot of fun being up there. Yeah. <laughs> The sheetrock panels are always some of our favorites because you, well, and you know, you can rely on the people that you have too. like yes. the people who volunteer for, for the sheetrock panels are typically very reliable. They know what they're getting themselves into and, you know, they feel comfortable with us. And so we usually end up with like a good crew and they always fill the seats. Everybody knows yep. at this yeah. point. Oh, that's a sheetrock panel. We're going. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. We'll, she we'll see you guys at the sheetrock panel. It's always, we'll see you guys at the Sheeprop panel, and then we'll see you at your show <laughs> at night. <laughs> Except for all our friends over 30 who are going, that's too late. And I'm, I'm like, going I'm to going bed. to bed. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then we go, we understand. Same. We know it's too. only 9 p.m., but we also understand you're very tired. <laughs> we would be in bed, too, if we had the option. But we're almost always 9 p.m. on Friday night at C2. <laughs> well, the other yeah. really nice thing about... Um, the sheetrock panels that I've noticed, especially as time has gone on. And it's not just people wanting to do programming because ReadPop will give you a badge or whatever. They're actually very passionate about the topic uh, and just the idea of sheetrock as a whole. And most of them are very involved in the community on a regular basis. So they can kind of speak from their heart of, hey, this is why this is why we think that this is a great idea. And this is why you should get on your phone and go ahead and pull up Facebook and join this right now. Oh, but also all these other great things that I have to tell you and the, the community that shows up for the panels, whether or not they're a member of the community or they just happen to notice there's a crowd forming or they heard about it in the hallways or saw the program book. They're all very curious and very eager and want to ask a lot of questions. And it's, it's just always a really great experience. Ah. Oh, you both are making me feel so good today. <laughs> well, and Warm then they and fuzzies. Come. I love this. <laughs> well, and then they come to the, a lot of times they'll come to the meetup then because they hung yeah. out with all of us at, it's yeah. usually the, the talk shop panel that yeah. gets like the most, yeah. the most people kind of buzzing. And then they're like, oh, wait, now we can come like talk to everybody later. Yeah, we'll see you guys there. You know, so yeah. then they like, they come and get a little bit more and then 
by the time they're like done, they've totally joined Sheeprop and they're like ready to hang out with everybody. One of us. Right? One of us. Right? <laughs> I'm sure you watch. I'm sure like every time you you guys do a show or it probably like the numbers tick. We definitely, <laughs> we definitely get a few extra folks after every convention that has a panel or a meetup. Um, that is for sure. Uh, and I wanted to tell you a little interesting tidbit. Um, when we first started doing panels, um, I think it was, we've got a couple of core panels that, that uh, mm -hmm. no convention in the right mind is going to say no to. It's the mm -hmm. cosplay culture panel. Yep. Um, that one, pretty much any anyone that ever applies for that at a, at a show, it, it will be accepted because it's an important topic. Um, and I would like to think that SheProp at this point has gained a, a good um, reputation for bringing some quality quality content as far as that with, with all of our panels. But uh, one of my, you were talking about people signing up for panels so that they could get a free pass. <laughs> one of the reasons <laughs> that I was trying to get folks to, to do SheProp panels was because I wanted to see if having that safe space in the community would instill confidence in someone who might want to try being a panelist mm -hmm. or a moderator, um, but might not have want, known how to start or, or how to join one um, or not, or might not have, or might've been too shy. I know that my public speaking has improved greatly because of the SheProp panels. I used to be terrified of speaking in front of people and now I, I can do it. It's not a problem. Um, and I would like to think that it's because of, you know, initially all of the sheep panels that I was doing. So that was one of the one of the things that goes through my mind at, at every convention where there's a sheep panel that is emerging or developing. It's like I hope that there's someone that will leave this <laughs> from having this experience that is saying to themselves, "That was great. I can't wait to do something like this again. I had a great experience, um, whether or not it's you know sheep related, like." Mm -hmm. You know, I don't need the kudos for that. I'm not looking for cookies for uh, for 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 helping someone find that. But it's always been about providing uh, a new experience, a fun experience, providing something that um, maybe someone might not have wanted or have been able to go. And I know that conventions are really expensive. So mm -hmm. there's no shame in, um, you know, curating some content in exchange for a ticket if that's what the convention is offering. Oh yeah, um, and they're doing that. Then do it. Just you know, make sure that you're prepared for your panel, and then it'll be a better panel anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, no one's gonna get upset if you know Reed Pop <laughs> wants to give you a free badge. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, you mentioned that, and I thought that was kind of kind of interesting because it was definitely one of my one of like my like. Well, if we have three sheeprop panels, and then you know everyone on that panel gets a badge and that means that it's less money that they're spending. And I know that times are tight. Uh, and I know that a lot of these folks wouldn't be able to get to the convention if they didn't have a badge. So this is great. I love this. And as all part of she props all coming up bases. I love it. So right. I'm very much an optimist. If you, if you can't tell, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's part of why this has been as successful <laughs> as it is, is you see the positive side of, of things that are occurring. And we've definitely seen people we've had on these panels before then go off and be confident enough to do panels themselves and, you know, being like, I don't know if I could do it. And then they're like, wait, that was really fun. Yeah, now I feel like I can go do panels and I or I feel like I think I could be OK doing a panel by myself because that is a lot. 
you know, and it's, you definitely see, there's just something about the community that just builds confidence in general. It's like yeah, this I think energy. It's that safe. It's yeah. that safe. Like, you know, it, when you're sitting there on the panel, you've got the entire community behind you, not just the folks that are sitting there at that table, which is really great. Um, at least that's what I, that's how I feel. It's sort of like having armor on, like a, mm-hmm. like an armor of community of people. Um, yeah, like I'm in, impervious to the, the things that people say online to me now. And maybe that's because I'm over 40. <laughs> but I think, I think that a lot of it has to do with just having so much time in the Shifra community and having mm-hmm. that like, that constant uh, wonderful feedback from, from folks and then realizing like, yeah, you know, if I get something negative. Um, oh my gosh. Like I, I've been, I've been putting more things on YouTube shorts lately and whoo, oh, yes. boy, some, some of those comments, man. Wow. YouTube, uh, YouTube has no chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That kind of stuff doesn't really rub me the wrong way anymore. Mm-hmm. Just like, Oh, that person was probably, probably, uh, commenting while they were like in the bathroom doing something yeah. that we all do, but still probably in the bathroom on the toilet. Probably. commenting on my on my video that's gross so then i move on <laughs> <sighs> internets is that does that count as a tangent yes i don't know yes. okay. if I'm you're counting it. other things that we've done as tangents i think that counts as a tangent for yourself as a tangent yes okay so far we're, we're doing pretty well on tangent count we're doing pretty good we've, yeah, we've, not too we've, bad. Kept, we've kept them to to a minimum <clears throat> Not too bad for us, honestly. I mean, we did tangent for like a half an hour before we, we started. Yeah, we got That's our tangent true. out before, I think, is part of it. Is um, we were we already chatted for like 30 minutes before we started recording. So that might be where we got our tangents out, possibly. That's true. Maybe. You know, I think if I didn't say, I'm going to keep track of all the tangents, we'd probably have a lot more tangents. We might, I don't know. I don't really think Art's about telling. it. My my ADHD doesn't let me monitor my tangents. So no. they're just going to occur when they feel like it. It's just a thing. They're their um, own entity. They show up when they want. I mean, if if I don't have Ash keeping me in line for a panel, you never know what's going to happen. So um, some of these cons that are getting me by myself. Uh-huh. That's because I'm in charge of the clock. So That's right. Time management. <laughs> You're my time management because I don't have any. What is time? I don't know what that is. But, you know, that was a tangent right there. There you go. <laughs> Got another okay. one. Got I'm it. marking it down since you said it. All right. Here we go. <laughs> we are excited to see where she prop goes from here and all the like awesome things that's going to be doing i can tell you one of the things i missed the most about not doing c2e2 this year was not getting to do sheprop like any of the things because we weren't there and then we were like we're sad we're not at c2e2 but we went to seattle so we yeah be. even the week before we're like man i really wish i was at c2e2 we're like ah, oh, but we have a con the weekend after <laughs> we're too old for yeah. that now so far away yeah oh, if you're saying Can't you're too it. old for things oh my goodness <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I'm really excited about, you know, every, every time January 1st rolls around, it's like, what are we going to do with, with she process here? And honestly, right around the time of the pandemic, that was when a lot of things, I was so worried about the community in general, not just she prop, but you know, everybody and myself 
uh, losing that connection of going to conventions and, and having the motivation to do anything, you know, what, what is there if, if we don't have deadlines, <laughs> you know, or things to work together towards. So uh, we started doing virtual panels um, mm -hmm. a lot and that went, that, that was really great. And then I did the podcast, the She Prep Top podcast. Um, and then, you know, I tend to do way too much and spreading myself out thin mm -hmm. in addition to doing all of my down and creative studios, my own stuff. Um, but gosh, it's so hard sometimes because I see so much potential in where she prop can, can, can become. And I know that uh, there's a little, so truth time, there's a little part of me that says, you know what, if I just, if I set aside down and creative studios and I focus completely on she prop, I could, I could make this community into like the most amazing, awesome thing. Like, we could be going to conventions. I could be getting like more conventions. I could um, maybe get funding to do outreach in communities. I could do touch so many more lives and reach so many more people if I could spend more time on it. And I had to have uh, a, a serious reckoning with myself earlier this year after a whole year of going. I did 12 conventions last year and she went to many conventions last year. Um, and that was always organized mostly by myself and, um, I burned out hard, which of course I would, that's, you know, that's the road to burnout town right there. It's, um, so I had to make a decision and the decision was, uh, I was going to pull back because I just published, just released my book, mm -hmm. um, pull back on the cheap prop events because I just don't have it in me to manage all of those. So panels, yes. Do panels. If anyone in the SheetProp community wants to do a SheetProp panel at their convention, please do it. I have all sorts of resources for folks that might need help with, you know, how do you write up a description for a SheetProp panel? Well, I already have the templates all ready for you. All you have to do is just find a diverse group of uh, friends to do it with you. And uh, you just apply and then you do the panel at the convention and you have a good time. Um, and send us pictures and we'll post them on the socials. So I've got all sorts of resources for folks to, to, to take, take that, those projects and make them their own. Um, and maybe we'll be doing pan, uh, tables again at some point, but it's a lot of coordination. And um, we were doing this thing for a while where it was to get people to come over to the, the tables. We would have like a, a game where mm -hmm. you would roll a big giant dice and who doesn't like to do that? Right. Everybody loves doing that. Um, and we had a sponsor for a while, Cosplay America, which is where I'm mm -hmm. going this next week. Yes. Um, and they've always been wonderful. Sue has always loved SheProp. Um, and I first guested for her because she loved SheProp and she wanted SheProp there at the convention. So Down in Creative Studios came along, too. And we've since become friends. And she just loves that I do workshops. And oh, my God, it's a tangent. I'm ah, 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 ah. Uh, it's contagious. Anyways. It is. It's hard. It's like my brain, like it just gets on this track, train track of like, oh my gosh. Okay. Rewind. Um, so Cosplay America was sponsoring a lot of these little gifts that we would give give out for these games. Um, and so we had a little sponsor, like a little nibble of what that felt like. Uh, but gosh, it's just so much work. Yes. So much work. Yes, it is. As someone who's prepping to have their first full-on tables at a con with merchandise, it is an excessive amount of work. 
It's a lot. Yeah. It's and it's a lot to man a table all day. It it really is, it is. a lot it, to try to manage and to have, you know, if the convention's requiring that your table is the feature in and of itself, then you have to have activities at your table and it does become a lot. I mean, it's a lot to manage. Especially yeah, at a convention. <laughs> well, you have to be there. And then especially when it's conventions like like a read pop convention where most of your people are not going to be available Saturday because they're all in crowd. Yeah. So. Right. <laughs> or they, you know, they have things that they want to go do. Exactly. Like, yeah. You know, an autograph or whatever. I'm so lucky that the C2E2 crowd, especially those folks have that have been volunteering and doing that table, they have just been rocking it every year. It's just been so great. Um, I always feel like it's in great hands with mm -hmm. with whoever's going to be there and that they'll take care of each other. Oh, you yeah. Know, if somebody can't make it or they're going to be late or, you know, they need help with something. Everyone is, is, is there to, to jump in and help out. Yeah, it's really great. The other the other convention that is still going to have a SheProp physical presence are local ones in the Pacific Northwest mm -hmm. because I have someone um, uh, her name is MJ. Oh yeah. Uh, they go by Pearl Bunny cosplay. Um, MJ is let me go gleefully go on a tangent about this this person. MJ is my rock star. Uh, they are so eager to to do whatever they can. They're like a like a little mini me, I guess you could say. Um, but with energy to 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 put together <laughs> like some some really robust awesome uh ideas for tables and content like she prop content the games that was their idea um anyway i'm thank you MJ. i'm gonna have to tell you to, to listen to this episode because um i am very 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 thankful um mj's bringing she prop to rose city comic-con this year which is going to yes. be in portland oregon my my town where i live <laughs> I'm going to SpaCon, which I'm not going to be here for that convention, which is kind of uh, weird and ironic. It's my 10-year anniversary of doing conventions um, and started at Rose City Comic Con, and we're not going this year. <laughs> ah, not this year. Uh, oh, yeah. no. Um, but uh, I am guessing at SpaCon, so it's, it's kind of a, an opportunity I can't really pass up. I don't really want to pass it up. But anyway, MJ is taking the reins, and um, yeah, so she's probably going to have a, a, a big presence out there this year. I'm so excited. That's exciting. Yeah. And MJ is oh. great to work with. We've worked with them before with getting stuff set up, and they're wonderful. That's how you're able to have this community that sticks together through literally outside of this country. You got, you got, you all were at MCM. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you had a panel at MCM. In, yeah, that was, in that London. was amazing. You know, yeah, it, it's I, expanded its way. <laughs> I really, I think that, you know, the the core panels that we have, the cosplay culture and then the, the technical panels and then hopefully True Crimes keeps going. That's like my favorite thing in the world right now. We're doing it at Cosplay America and I'm going to do it at every single convention that I can because it's just super fun. Um, I, I hope that people can visualize themselves talking like up on that on that stage um chatting with folks about these things and that will instill the confidence in them to to go out and, and apply for these conventions because I, I want them to have those experiences whether it's not with SheProp I mean yes please if you're going to do a SheProp panel please call it SheProp that's <laughs> a condition right <laughs> doing the SheProp right. thing um but but yeah it's very nice to see 
Yay, she probably. We can't wait <laughs> to see what y'all do in 2024. Yeah, well, well thank future. you for, for bringing it back. You're yes. keeping me on task here. I'm trying. I'm I trying to be just... a good moderator. Sometimes I'm not, but <laughs> I'm doing my best to be a well, good moderator I... for my own <laughs> podcast, which sometimes I'm a really bad moderator. Good job. I feel like Yay! I just spun myself out uh, up into the sun, up into the stratosphere with whatever it was I was just talking about. Um, yeah, so moving forward with SheProp, um, I just, I want it to become something that is kind of self-sustaining. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's sort of at that place right now. Um, and I, and I personally need to learn that I don't need to push things forward if I don't have to, if right. I, I, I can't, I can't do that. And no matter how, how much I want to do with SheProp, I still need to remember that I do have a, you know. I'm still just me and I, and I have other obligations in life. We all do. Um, it's part of staying healthy, staying mentally, uh, responsible and, uh, hydrating all of that stuff. Uh, (laughs) I don't do a lot of those things when, when I try to fold too much into, into, um, into my daily, as much as we can do with SheProp, I am totally willing to do but it does take a lot of work. If someone wants to do a table at she, you know, at their convention and we're invited out there, that means, honestly, it means that someone is going to have to take over and do it on their own and, and not have me really like leading the way or really like having a heavy hand in, in, in it. And not only do they need to take over, they need to have a backup that can take over in case something happens. And that person cannot be me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so those I have learned the, uh, through, um, past experiences that that's an important aspect of things. Um, I've gotten a lot of gray hair over the last few years with just trying to emergently take, take over things that, you know, for one reason or another, didn't work out the way that we had initially planned and things happen. And that's just, you know, part of things, how that happens. But I would love for Prop to go to conventions again on the regular. I always have like, Oh God, I would love to do a, a cosplay crimes podcast. Here I am that setting myself fun. up for more things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should talk to you two about how to do that. We, Not that you we need can... more on your plate. <laughs> we are always willing to lend a friend a hand. We can okay. also tell you, we can definitely tell you what not to do oh. when trying to run a podcast. <laughs> When trying to get your fourth season out while also trying to get all your business things in a line at the same time. It's fine. This is fine. Mistakes were made. <laughs> it's all good. We we did not it. take our break before season four, so mistakes oh my were gosh. made. Oops, we went to no. Spain. Oops, we went I... to Spain. <laughs> and that's a whole that's a whole part of, you know, uh this this whole thing that we're doing it's it's a hobby but gosh we're so gosh who, what am i like from the 1950s i say gosh a lot um tangent oh my tangent God. oh you might end up with more than us at this point i don't know yeah oh it's just one <laughs> tally for all of us oh Sorry, okay we're, cool we're all in this together this the group, community the tangent, group tangent the community, <laughs> the community tangent, tangent list yes yes <laughs> hashtag tangent um, 
Yeah, I think it's really great. I was thinking about uh, this podcast and the two of you. And I think it's really, really awesome that you two do this together. And sometimes I, I, I wish that I had a, a person that I could do the She Prepped with together that is as passionate as as I am. I tend to I tend to go overboard. And I think that that is a, something that I I need to work on, which is why She Prep cannot do all these mm. things that I really wanted to do, because otherwise it <laughs> would... I would explode and I would, wouldn't have any <laughs> friends because, you know, nobody would want to hang out with me anymore. <laughs> you would be in a constant state of burnout, which is not good yeah. for anyone. That's not yeah. fun. It's that balance that has to be found and it's, it's tough. And we, I feel like everyone is always realigning their balance. Yeah. But you definitely have a community here that will support you in whatever way that you are capable of being a part of Prop, And I think that's like, you can take a break and it's not going to die because we're not going to yeah. let it. Like that's yeah. the, the, what's really special about Prop is there are so many people that are passionate and connected to that community that even if you were like, Hey, I need to take a break. It's not going to stop. Mm-hmm. It's just going to keep going because you have so many people behind you. And that's, you know, that's partly because of you and your passion and how passionate you are about things and your energy. Like that's kind of where it, it's like you're, you're the little core and then the energy just spread out. And now like everybody's (laughs) part of that energy. And now we're all like, if you were, if you went on that forum and you were like, Hey guys, I can't do this anymore. So we're going to be done. Everybody would lose their minds. No one would oh like, they would be like, no, be like, no, no, it's what can not. we do they, to help you? How do we help you? How do we keep this going? Because it's so important to so many people. They, you're right. You're, you're right. Also, somebody would correct me. They would say, no, we're not. Um, <laughs> we don't say guys. We say everyone. Uh, yes. <laughs> they, they would, they would, yeah, they would. You're right. So I'm a, I'm a slightly older than most folks, I think, in that community. Real talk, I think that part of part of my desire to to just make sure that I that I can put as much as I can into the group is I feel like I don't have I want to have 50 years to do this, you know, um, but I but I feel like I don't. I feel like I need to make as much of an impact as I as I can now. Mm-hmm. While I have the energy, while I have the time, before my knees fail, <laughs> you know, I feel before, that. before, <laughs> before I, before you know, before things start falling off, um, yeah, I don't know. What is this going to look like in twenty years? Is this still going to be around? Probably, maybe Probably. we'll be celebrating Chipra's twenty fifth anniversary in twenty. Right? Oh my god! Yeah. Right. Right. Wow. Yeah, I think we just did. Five, five years yep. five years now it's kind of crazy right it's time flies we that. can't believe that we're in our fourth season of this already so you know and and a lot of it's just we have the same thoughts that we do too it's like if we could dedicate more time to this look at all the things that we could look do, at what but, we could be doing with right? it right 
but you have to have yeah you have to be practical and you have to have life balance and it's okay and when you have other things you want to do like your beautiful book that is sitting in my lap right now oh, um sometimes yeah. you know you just need to make an extraordinarily beautiful book because i don't know if any of you have seen the cosplayer's ultimate guide to eva uh, eva foam but it is the book itself is stunning Honestly, when I opened it, I was like, this is just a really pretty book. A really pretty like, book. Like, I saw that practice doing build books. Like, look, yeah, right? Um, <laughs> it, if, if you have not seen this book, it is definitely worth having in your arsenal. The directions are very clear. They're easy to... The, the OT and me, that was my other thing, went, this is really easy to follow. The pictures Good. are in the right order. I can understand what you're doing without having to read it. We've got steps that are numbered as well as more explanation later i'm like this is beautiful this is so easy to follow it's got tabs it's excellent it's an excellent book um i'm so glad to hear that that was so i didn't design i, I didn't do the graphic design but i did work with with them to give them some heavy suggestions but they they were brilliant with the with the layout and the um taking my suggestions very well and i was definitely so I do have a little bit of a design background. So I, I definitely had my hands in there for when they gave me the, the copy. Um, I may have even rearranged some of the content on the pages and submitted them back to them. Like, hey, <laughs> uh, you can fit this and that on, you know, in this area and it would look, a, it'll feel a little better. Um, yeah, I, I'm sure I annoyed their graphic designer a little bit by doing that. But um, <laughs> that's just who I am. Have you met me? That's what I do. <laughs> it's just so like user it. friendly. Like that's what I really like about this book in particular. I'm afraid of like large prop making. It's a weird, I, I, I guarantee you once I do it more consistently, I'm going to be all over it because I hate sewing. So I really need to find something else because sewing is just the bane of my existence. I do it because I have to. But I'm always like, oh, no, I'm going to get all these supplies and then I'm going to mess it up and then I'm going to have to buy more supplies. And, you know, there's a lot of very practical things in this book and the way that it's set up so that like you can just if you want to make the exact thing that's in the book first to practice, you totally can because the directions are clear enough that you're going to be able to figure out what you need to do. And I know that you do some workshops now off of your book as well, correct? Mm hmm. Yes, um, I have actually a, a workshop coming up at Cosplay America that is based on the Dagger project that's in there. Oh, but that's, I have yep, that's I've simplified one. it. Yes, yes. <laughs> For those of so you we're who are make a version you know, of it. not here, yeah. we're doing show yeah. and tell. We are <laughs> doing show and tell with the book, yeah. but this is an audio podcast. But I'll post um, a link to where you can buy the book, what the book, like the cover looks like. I'm not going to show you what's in it because you have to go buy it. Like, <laughs> you have to buy it to find out what's in it. But um, do buy the book mm -hmm. because it's beautiful. It comes in both. I have the physical copy because I just really wanted a physical one. But I believe it comes in a digital as well. Correct? Yes. Um, you can buy it at the digital book. Uh, you can find it on my website. You can also find it on my publisher's website, CNT Publishing, ctpublishing.com. Um, yeah, they've got a whole line of cosplay books that mm -hmm. uh, they've 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 been working on lots of really great content out there. Um, and their editors are wonderful. My editor, Roxanne, she was great. She's so patient. It really kind of helped that she didn't really know what cosplay, 
Well, she's very interested. She was able to read the direction and be like, I don't know what you're talking about here. What What is this? Do we need to talk about this? And a whole, like, oh, no. That's why I gave them 600 pages when I submitted this thing. Um, and then, yeah, she wrote back to me, okay, we need 240. So we're going to start taking some of this away. <laughs> I was going to say it is no longer 600 pages. So. It's not 600 pages. Yeah. That's why that's a big part of why it's so condensed, why it's so dense why every page has so much stuff on it. Um, they really crammed it all in there. Um, yeah, I don't know what I what else I can write about. Some people are asking me like, well, what's your next book next gonna be? Like, well, okay, first of all, that book took a lot out of me. I, like everything I do, I put my entire self into it and neglected everything else while I was writing it. And I don't know what else I can write about because everything is in that book. So, but I'm glad you're, you're enjoying it. Very you wrote a book. Most yeah, people don't get that book. far. Crazy. So, like, Crazy. <laughs> you know, that's a feat in and of itself. Um, and we'll make sure that everyone can find your beautiful book. Where else can our listeners find you? Um, we'll, we'll also put this all in our um, in the show notes too, so you all can also click and find Beverly. But yes. Well, you can find me, Beverly, uh, down in Creative Studios on all the socials. If you just type in my name, Downen, D-O-W-N-E-N, um, I will pop up on all the socials. And I have a website um, and a YouTube. And um, SheProp, I just just got the website back. We were hacked a few months oh, no. ago. And I lost uh, my own downencreativestudios.com and I lost SheProp.com. Everything's gone. Um, and so we finally got that back. And so sheprop.com is back, uh, but you can find us on all of the socials, but if you want to join our community, we are on Facebook. So you can just search for sheprop on Facebook and the community will pop up. Uh, we also have a discord if you aren't on, um, Facebook and the discord is a little bit trickier to find because it's invite only. So if mm -hmm. you send us a message, a DM on Instagram or on Twitter, um, we can send you an invite link. The only tricky thing about that is that we have to, we just, we want to make sure that if you, uh, if you are able to join our Facebook group with answering the questions that we have posted there, those folks uh, are, are welcome to join. We need to make sure that you are not a cis man, basically, mm -hmm. to put it plainly, to join our discard. I'm sorry. We, we, and I wanted to just not go on a tangent, but this is very important. Mm -hmm. uh, I want folks to, that are still listening to just, just know that SheProp is not a place where we go and we hate on men at oh. all. That is actually absolutely the opposite. Um, it's not, it doesn't even really come up in our group. It's not, it's not a topic that we talk about. And we do have a policy in the group that it's not tolerated. So um, everything in there's no uh, bad discourse uh, about our male counterparts. We're just there to support each other in in ways that we don't have in any in other spaces. So um, yeah, so I just wanted to, wanted to throw that out. Does that count as a tangent? Maybe since I, we I are am, at the I end mean, and I'm it's related. Saying, hey, you can find to, us. <laughs> it, it's a it's a thing that probably is good to mention. I've definitely never seen anybody like attack our cis male you know cosplayers out there <laughs> on sheprop so you know we all didn't think about it because it's never really happened like nobody uses it that way but yeah 
definitely not for that. It's just for, it's a very supportive community that we highly recommend. We'll make sure you all have all the links to all the places so you can come hang out. Come join. Thank you for joining us. We are yes. we're so happy to finally have you here and have you come chat with us. And hopefully we'll see you at C2E2 next year. Yes. As we missed you this year. 2024. Yes. Or we'll randomly that. make it back to like, you know, the West Coast or whatever. We were in Seattle not that long ago. It can happen. You never know. So. Yeah, I would love that. I, I would love to hang out again. It's always a great time. And um, thank you very much for having me on this podcast. This has been super, super fun. Just a really lovely time chatting with you both. So I appreciate it. We appreciate <laughs> we you. We appreciate you. Absolutely. And for our <laughs> listener friends, we should be back on our regular schedule now. Hopefully, maybe. But if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. So as long as life <laughs> continues to allow us to record, which is usually something life likes to do is keep us from recording. Um, we should finally be able to bring you our episode on um, Express Yourself on uh, cosplay identity and belonging. Finally, hopefully, which has been our new panel that is being picked up by multiple conventions this year. So be able to also have that conversation with us in person. We're going to finally do the fact versus opinion episode spinoff from sandbagging. <laughs> so we're going to finally teach you all what the difference is between a fact and an opinion. Because a lot what? of people don't know. A lot of people don't know what the difference is. <laughs> <laughs> all right, friends. We'll see you again soon. Bye, guys. Sorry. Goodbye, friends. <laughs> <laughs> we better do the outro before we go on another tangent. Sorry. <laughs> okay, that's 11 tangents, by the way. <laughs> 11 tangents. Yes. All right. 11 <laughs> recorded tangents. 11 recorded tangents in about an hour. That's not too terrible. I know. Outro. You've been listening to Shenanigans Cosplayers Say, produced by LVC Productions. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube at Lavi Cosplay. Our podcast Instagram is podcast SCS. Our website is lavicosplay.com. Have a fun, crazy con or cosplay-related story, absurd cosplay question, or just something in general to share with us? Email us at podcastscs at gmail.com or DM us at podcastscs or lavicosplay on Instagram. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening, and remember, just because you can doesn't mean you should.